Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you may be hearing the sound of my voice. I am Elder Coilette James, and I want to welcome you to Prayer, Praise, and the Word of God. Hallelujah. What an awesome time it is to be alive and and to be in the body of Christ and to be able to lift him up and exalt him and praise his name and become worship unto him. As you can hear in my voice, I am excited about what God has in store for us on this evening. I want to start off and apologize to any of you that tuned in last week. Excuse me. Due to technical difficulties, I was not able to broadcast the show last week. I apologize for that, but here we are live and in living color, ready to give praise, glory, and honor to God on this week. So we won't look behind. We're going to look forward. Amen. Amen. Excuse me. Well, we always start this show off with prayer, and you know, with this format, with prayer, praise, and the Word of God, our prayer goes into intercession, and it lasts for a while because we're interceding on your behalf and on the behalf of those whom we don't even know, but that may tune in and listen, and we want to pray prophetically. And what do I mean by pray prophetically? We want to hear the voice of God. We want to listen and pray as he would command us to do. Because I want to give you just a quick little teaching on the word prayer, just briefly, so you understand what it is that we're doing when we go before the throne of God. You see, prayer has many different levels to it. There are many different um, connotations, many different things that that prayer encompasses, but one of the things that we do when prayer, the word, the very word prayer, um, the first time it is mentioned in the word of God, it is mentioned by David, and David went to pray unto God, and when he did, excuse me, I don't know what's in the air tonight. But when he did, when he went before the throne of God, he went in prayer to repeat back unto God what Nathan, the prophet, had spoken unto him that what thus saith the Lord. So what we want to do, what you want to always remember to do when you go into prayer is to seek the voice of God even before you go into your prayer time. You want to seek the Holy Spirit because the word of God teaches us that it is the Holy Spirit that gives us what to say when we don't know what to say. It is the Holy Spirit that will lead God and direct us in our prayers. Amen? So we're going to seek the voice of God. We're going to seek the Spirit of God so that as we pray, we pray prophetically. What does that mean? That means that we're going to pray God's will. We're going to pray God's word. Amen? That's what the prophet does. The prophet comes to share the word of God, to share the heart of God. So in prayer, we want to pray prophetically because we want to pray God's heart. We want to pray God's word. We want to make sure that we have tapped into the throne room of God. So, amen, as we join together in prayer during this time, I invite you, don't just sit back and listen. Don't just be a spectator, but participate. I don't care if you're listening to me live or if you just tuned in to the archive because you were just curious or you just wanted to hear what was going on tonight. I want you to join with me, join your spirit with my spirit as we go into the throne room of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, God, we lift you up, O oh Lord God. We invite you into this time with us. Ah, hallelujah. Lord God, this is all about you. It is not about any of us, Lord God. Not about me, not about the listeners, O oh Lord God. This is all about you. It's all about, Lord, setting the atmosphere, preparing the word for what you have spoken on our behalf, O oh God. But that which you have decreed and declared to be so in this earth realm. So, Father God, unless you say it is so, it is not. Hallelujah. So we thank 
thank you, Father. We thank you for an opportunity on tonight, Lord God, that for us that have yielded ourselves unto you, O God, for us that desire to carry out your will, for us, O Lord God, that desire to be your servants, that desire, O Lord God, to be who you have called us to be, to do what you have called us to do, O Lord God. We give you the praise, the glory, and honor for it on tonight. Lord God, hallelujah. We lift up the listeners to unite tonight, O God. I lift myself up to you tonight, O Lord God, that you would speak in me and through me, O Lord God, that you would have your way, hallelujah, during this time with you, during this time of fellowship with you, during this time of koinonia with you, O Lord God, that we may become worship unto you, that we not only worship you, but that we actually become worship, O Lord God, that in all that we do, Father God, we bring glory and honor to your name. In all that we do, O Lord God, you would be glorified in the midst. Hallelujah. So, Lord God, we invite your Holy Spirit to take over this airways, oh, Lord God. We invite your Holy Spirit, oh, Lord God, to take over our hearts and our minds, oh, Lord God. We invite you, oh, God, to have your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, glory, Father, glory, Father, Holy Spirit, have your way on tonight. Have your way, have your way. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, have your way, have your way. Lord, prepare the hearts and the minds of the people to hear from you on tonight, to hear a word from you, O God, not just through my lips, O God, but by your precious Holy Spirit. Speak to their hearts, Lord God. Speak to their minds, O Lord God. Let them know, hallelujah, that you have not forsaken them, O Lord God. Let them know, O Lord God, that you have not left them defenseless, O Lord God. Let them know, hallelujah, that you are yet, Lord God, looking out for them. Let them know, O Lord God, that you are yet in control of their lives. Hallelujah. No matter what it may look like, O God, no matter what they may be encountering right now, Father God, let them know that they can trust in you, Father. Let them know, hallelujah, that you are there, O Lord God, that you are with them, Father God, that you have gone before them to make the crooked way straight. Father God, we entreat you on tonight, hallelujah, to have your way in and through our lives. Oh, we love you tonight, oh God. We love you, 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 oh God. We acknowledge that we can do absolutely nothing, nothing of any substance, nothing of any worth without you. Hallelujah. Before you came into our lives, oh God, we were just vagabonds passing through, not understanding our purpose, not understanding destiny, oh God, not understanding the fact that you created us to will and to do of your good pleasure. But oh, thanks be unto God. Hallelujah. Thanks be unto you, oh God. You have caused us to triumph. You have caused us, oh Lord God, to arise above the circumstances and the situations that this world would try to entangle us in. You have caused us, oh Lord God, to arise above our self-pity and self-gratitude, Lord God, self-gratification. You have caused us, oh God, to recognize that we have purpose and destiny built within us, oh Lord God. You have caused us, Lord, to see greatness when we look in the mirror because we see a reflection of you reflecting back at us, oh Lord God. You have caused us, oh Lord God, to know how I wrote that we are a pearl of great worth, oh God. You have caused us, oh God, to recognize, hallelujah, that your hand of grace and of mercy has picked us up out of the muck and the mire, and you have forgiven us of all unrighteousness. You have forgiven us of our sins, oh Lord God. You have caused us, oh Lord God, hallelujah, to rise above that high which the world said about us. You caused us to rise above the naysayers. You have caused us, oh, Lord God, to rise above those that would put their foot on our neck, oh, Lord God, that would try to hold us under, try to keep us down, oh, God, try to stop us and try to stop our flow in you, Father God. You have caused us, oh, God, to rise above all of that. Hallelujah for your glory. For your glory. Your word decrees and declares, Lord, that all things work together for good to them that are called according to your purpose, for them that love you, O Lord God. 
We are those that love you. We are your remnant on tonight, O oh God. We are those that would sacrifice ourselves unto you, O oh Lord God. We sacrifice that which you have given us to give unto you, O oh Lord God. We We put flesh under subjection, O oh Lord God. We die daily to, to sin and to death. Daily, daily, daily we die to those things, O oh God. We mortify the flesh, O oh Lord God. We allow your spirit to rise up within us, O oh God. We allow you to have preeminence in our lives. We allow you to be in control, O oh Lord God. We allow you to have your way in and through us, O oh God. We recognize and understand that we are not blessed to be just existing. We're not blessed just to spend the spoils on ourselves of victory, O oh God, but we are blessed to be a blessing, O oh Lord God. We are blessed, hallelujah, to give glory and honor unto you, O oh Lord God. And we do that tonight. We do that tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we continue to give you praise. We continue to give you praise. We will not be outdone, O oh Lord God. We will not be stopped. We will not be defeated. Thank you, O oh Lord God, for high your mercy, your grace upon us, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, that you are yet in control over these airways. Father God, you will remove the hindrances, O oh God, the obstacles, O oh God, and those things that would seek, Lord God, to cause harm, division, or disruption, O oh God, in this time with you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Lord God, again, O oh God, we lift you up. We lift you up. We lift you up. Now, Father God, I lift up my audience on tonight, O oh Lord God. I lift those that are going through, those that may have had a trying day, O oh Lord God, those that are facing obstacles, O oh Lord God. God, that they don't know how to complete, Lord God, or how to get over, how to get around, oh, Lord God, for those that are in the heat of the battle, oh, Lord God, I lift them up to you, Father, and I decree and declare your glory over their lives. Oh, Father God, you and you alone have the ability, Lord, to bless, to bless, to bless, to give your grace, your favor, your unmerited favor to our lives, oh, Lord God. And even when we're in the midst of trials and tribulations, Lord God, when all appears and seems to be hopeless, oh, God, we recognize and understand that you are yet. You are yet on the throne. You are yet working it out to our glory. So we give you the praise. Father, strengthen up. Strengthen up, my brothers and sisters, even now. Even while they listen, while they come in agreement with me in this prayer time with you, Lord. Strengthen them. Build them up, O oh Lord God. Strengthen their foundation, O oh Lord God. Build up their resolve to stand steadfast and unmovable in you, Lord God. Give them clarity of mind, clarity of thought, O oh Lord God, that they would think on whatsoever is good. They will think on whatsoever is pure and whatsoever is of a good report, O oh God. Give them the clarity in their spirit they need, Lord, to hear with their spiritual ear what thus saith the Lord. Give them the strength.
strength and the resolve they need, O oh Lord God, to defeat the enemy on every hand, O oh Lord God. It is you that is our general, O oh Lord God. It is you that gives us the strategy we need to defeat the enemy, O oh God. So we trust in you. We hold fast you, O oh Lord God. We trust in your holy name, Father God. We will not let go. We will not let go. We will not let go of you, O oh God. We stand as Jacob stood, O oh Lord God. Not only will we not let go until you bless me, you, we won't let go of you even in the midst of the blessing, O oh Lord God. We hold firm and steadfast to you, but we recognize and understand that it is in you that we have our very existence. It is in you, Lord God. We continue to stay in in the incubation of your warmth, of God, of your light, of your connection, oh God. Just as the baby is connected to its mother by its umbilical cord, and it is fed that way and nourished that way, oh Lord God. We stay connected to you, God, for it is you that feed us, oh God. You give us the necessary bread we need for our existence. It's not in the tangible, physical bread that we eat, oh God, but it is in in your word. It is in your word. It is in our yielding to your spirit. It is in our allowing you, O oh Lord God, to have your way in and through our lives. That is what sustains us. That's what keeps us. That's what allows us to keep going forward, O oh God, in this life. You are our strength. It's not that you give us strength. You are our strength. You are our blessed hope. It is in you, Father God, that we we see our source for everything that we need. Hallelujah. In you, O oh God, in you, in you, in you alone, O oh God, are we strengthened. In you alone, O oh God, are we led. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Ah, in you, in you alone, oh God, can we move, can we have our very being. In you, in you alone, oh Lord God, hallelujah, can we find our structure. We need structure in this lifetime, oh God. We need structure, Hallelujah, 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 and you are our structure. You build us up, Father God. We recognize and understand that anything that's going to be built up high and tall needs a strong, solid foundation. You are our foundation. You are that solid rock, hallelujah, in which we stand. We can't go any higher than you propel us to. Hallelujah, we can't do it of our own self. So we yield to you, we trust in you, we believe in you to lead God and direct us. Father, that one that's at his, wits, his, his or her wits end tonight, that feel like they can't go on, that feel like every hope is gone, that feel like I just, just really want to take myself out. I'm just ready to die. I'm ready to leave. I can't do this anymore. Lord, I speak strength to their spirits right now in the name of Jesus. I see a man and a woman. Hallelujah. I speak strength to your spirit right now. It is not over for you. It is not over for you. God has much need of you yet in this earth realm. You were created to rule here upon the earth. Do not allow your circumstances to take you out of your lineage, your royal lineage in God. Hallelujah. When you look at yourself, you have to tell yourself, as David did, you have to encourage your soul. You have to encourage your spirit. David said, why are thy costs? down. Ah, but look up, look up, look up, look up. As bad as it seems right now, tomorrow is a new day. There is a breaking of dawn. Tomorrow, tomorrow, it's right here. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Do not give up. Your morning has arrived. It is morning time, I hear the Lord say. Your morning has arrived. Don't give up. Don't give up. 
It's here. It's here. It's here. The enemy would have you believe you can't make it. The enemy would have you believe that it'll never get any better. The enemy will have you believe that you will never get better. But the devil is a liar. I decree it to be so right now. The devil is a liar. It is better. It is better. I don't care what it looks like. It is better. Speak to your circumstance. Speak to your situation. You know you have been created as an atmospheric changer. Know who you are. Know who you are in God. He has given you the power and the ability that as he speaks to your heart and your spirit for you to speak forth to your situation, to your family members, to decree and declare what the word of God has spoken over you. Do not, do not allow the enemy to take you out. Do not allow him to do it. I command your spirit to arise in Christ. Arise, arise, arise. Be who God said you are. He's spoken to you. You've heard him. You have heard him. You, you weren't mistaken. You heard what he said. You heard what he spoke over you. Now, decree it to be so. Don't take it lightly. Decree it to be so. Stand on it. Tell the devil flat-footed that he is a liar and the truth is not in him, and you are victorious in God. You have the victory. You have the victory. I give God the glory and the honor for who he is. Understand, recognize who he is in your life. I, I, I need to give you a testimony right here. I hear the Lord prompting me. I, let me give you a testimony for a sister of mine, a sister in Christ, that four weeks ago she was on a ventilator and the doctors told her husband that she was brain dead, that her liver had failed, her kidneys had failed, that there was no hope. She had less than, hear me, less than a 1% chance of survival. Because that's what medicine said. That's what the doctor said. I'm here to tell you today, she's laughing, she's talking, her brain is functioning just fine, her kidneys and her her liver are reacting and functioning as they should because of her God, because of her God. So don't count yourself out. The same way God could speak to her body and speak to that situation and raise her up, he will do the same for you. He will do it. He will do it. Hear me. Hear me with your heart. Hear me with your soul. Hear me with your spirit. He will raise you up. He will raise you up. You are not downcasted. You are not thrown away. You are not forgotten. God Almighty has decreed you to be his. You belong to him. Wake up, recognize who you are and whose you are. It is vital in this hour. It is vital that we do not take the attacks of the enemy laying down. We do not just accept what the devil comes to tell us. And he tells it to us through circumstances. He tells it to us through people. He tells it to us through our own selves. We have the the audacity to say and to curse what God said was good because we say it's bad. We say we are of no worth. We say we can't make it. You're cursing what God said, because God said that you are a pearl of great price. God says you are invaluable to him. God says you are pile, a mighty and a strong in him. You can do all things but fail through him. So don't let the enemy tell you what you're not. Don't let the enemy tell you what you cannot do. Tell the devil he's a liar. The promotion is yours. Healing is yours. The financial blessing is yours. It's yours. It's yours. Don't take down. Do not take down. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. You have to know that. It is yours. Ah, bless you, Jesus. Ah, re selene ni ni bu roma yaki ah re be be basa 
Roseliliaro mama siki ande. Reserboro bobabashande ki a. Rende derriapsuro mandi didiakuro maniti didiaro bobabashaha. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Akna Ramande Dididiaso Romani Yisa. I decree it to be so. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Don't let anyone take it from you. Don't let anybody tell you you're not worthy, including yourself. Because God said you're worthy. God said it's you, Robasata. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Mm. You're waiting on God, and God is already here. Ha ha. He is already here. He is almighty, and He is already here. And truth. Ah, yes, Lord, you're Almighty God. You're so Almighty. We you're Almighty. You're Almighty, oh God. We worship. We worship. Almighty. Ah, glory, Father. Glory, Father. Glory, Father. You are a demon. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Redeem us, O oh God. Redeem the us, one source of our strength. We worship you. Yes. Almighty God. You are full Now, as we seek your face, we will. 
We worship you, Almighty God. Mm, Almighty God, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is a good, good God. Ah, he is a good, good, great, great, awesome, awesome, incredible God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to encourage you tonight and all that you do, just to keep him in the forefront, continue to worship him in the midst of, you know, I, I know he gave me a word just now to to let you know not to give up, to stand your ground against the enemy, and that is so important because the enemy comes and his attack is the greatest just as the breaking of dawn is happening. It is the greatest. It's the greatest just as you're crossing over into that promised land. That is when the true battles, the true, true um, warfare begins. If you read the, about the children of Israel as they crossed over the Jordan, think about they they had not had battle. They didn't know how to fight. That the the generation that knew how to fight had been wiped away. They had all died out. That younger generation did not know how to fight. God had to teach them. And what did he do in his teaching? The first battle he gave them, he taught them to rely wholeheartedly on us, on us, on him. When he when he put them before Jericho and those those great walls that surrounded Jericho, that was their first battle in crossing the, the Jordan into the promised land. And he did not give them the victory by their power and their might. He gave them the victory by their trust and obedience to him. When it sounded, when it, it appeared to be sheer nonsense and craziness, imagine you're on a battlefield and you're told, no, just play the trumpet, march around in praise. March around, march around in silence, march around the walls. And then on that seventh day, march around seven times. Don't storm the walls, don't get a cannon and blow up the walls, none of that. But in praise and adoration unto God, those walls fell down and the battle was won. Just like that. Just like that. Why? Because of the victory that is found in obedience and in trusting in God. So don't you dare give up. Don't you dare throw in the towel. Don't you dare feel that you are unable to go forth in what God has called you to. Don't you dare allow the enemy to give you that that line of manure. (laughs) Don't you dare. Don't buy into what the devil will try to tell you. Because as we all know, the devil is a liar. He is the father and the author of all lies. Yes, you will survive. Yes, you will make it. And not only will you make it, you will come out victorious. You will come out with the spoils. Know this. Know this. Look at Jehoshaphat. His army was small in number. They they were outnumbered by many times. But what did God do? God told them that the battle was not his. It was not Jehoshaphat's. It was not the people's, but the battle was God's. The battle belonged to God. And what did he do? He took them to the battlefield. He told them to sound the alarm. Go to the battlefield, but he had already told them that the battle was not there. See, you you get caught up in, in confusing what is reality to you with what is the will of God. You have to listen. You have to hear God. You have to allow him to lead you and to guide you. That, that didn't make sense. God, you said that I wouldn't have to fight. God, you said that the battle was not mine, it was yours. But yet still you told me to arise and go down to the battlefield. Well, if I'm not going to fight and the battle's not mine, why am I going to the battlefield? Ah, glad you asked. They went to the battlefield and collected spoils for three days. Enemy had defeated itself. The enemy had turned on itself. The two armies killed each other. 
and all Jehoshaphat that and the people had to do was to go down and collect the spoils. I'm here to tell you as a living witness, do not be dismayed. Do not listen to the voice of the enemy. Do not buy into the lie that is being perpetrated that you can't make it because you will, and you will come out victorious. You will. Hear me. You will. God is just impressing that tonight. You will. You will. Hear me. Ah, bless the name of the Lord. Blessed be God Almighty. Hallelujah. I give him praise tonight. I give him praise. I give him praise. I give him praise. You know, when we came together a week before last, we we didn't get to the word because God just had his way. And ah, what an awesome God he is. What an awesome God he is. But he had placed something in my heart, and I want to share it. Um, we we again we 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 only have 20 minutes to to get this out of here, but we're gonna do it in this time frame. And if we don't get all the way through it, then we'll check on it again next week. But he had me; he wanted me to talk to you about his remnant. And as I think about it, that's why he is impressing upon your spirit so strong and so hard. A remnant is a small group. Let me tell you what the definition of a remnant is. The remnant is that which remains of an original body or substance. Those who are faithful to God's original truth despite, despite apostasy and opposition. Do you hear me? That which remains of an original body or substance. That many, many, many are called, many are called. That's the word of God. But only a few are chosen. Those few make up the remnant. Those who are faithful to the call of God, faithful to his original truth, despite apostasy and opposition. You're going to have opposition. You're going to encounter false teaching. The word says in the last days, even the very elect would be fooled. We see it happening on a daily basis. But don't you get caught up. You incline your ear to the voice of God. You make it a point to hear strategically what God is speaking in your heart and in your spirit and how he's encouraging you to press on in the midst of this. Oh, Romama, I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. I hear it so strong in my spirit. Don't give up. This is not the time. This is not the time. Build your resolve. Stand flat-footed and decree and declare the might and the power of your God in the midst of your situation. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Ah, Ah, yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Go to Romans with me. Ha Rema Masidi I Aroma Mamaska. Ah Roma Mama Si Aroma Mama Ki Andes. Ah Lele Lili U Romama Sidi Elabo O Roma Mama Yasuto Shade. Ah, glory father, glory father, glory father. We're gonna look at Romans eleven. We're gonna look at Romans eleven. We're dealing with the remnant of God. We're dealing with the remnant of God. I just, I, I, I can't even begin to articulate and describe to you how strong I feel in my spirit right now that this is not the time to give up, that you have been called as God's remnant, those chosen ones, those set-apart ones, those that Rosanda are being endowed, endowed, endowed with a special resolve, a special strength special might and special power to withstand the attack of the enemy, that you may stand still and decree and declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You're not about to die. God has spoke life to you. He has resurrected you out of the muck and the mire. Do you not understand why you have enemies? If you had no enemies, then you couldn't sit at the table that he's prepared for you in the manner in which he wants to put it there. The word of God decrees and declares that I will will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemy. Don't give the enemy the last say-so. Let God have the last say-so. 
He is the one that you're faithful to. He is the one that is faithful to you. Ah, Roseridiasa. Glory, Lord, glory, Lord. All right, Romans 11, Romans 11, Romans 11. Don't feel that you are all alone, that you are an island unto yourself, that no one understands what you're going through. No one could possibly stand and, and go through what you've had to endure. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. You're not the only one. Don't think so highly of yourself that nobody else has ever encountered what you're going through. I'm not making light of it. I know it's hell. Been there, okay? Nevertheless, your God is able. Your God, who have you decreed and declared to be God? If it's Jesus the Christ, if it's Yahweh, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, the anointed one of God, Yahweh, who is God the Father, if you decreed them as Lord over your life, then victory is yours. It is yours. It is yours. It is yours. I can't get away from this. I'm trying to get to the word, but I need to impress upon your spirit. Your victory is at hand. It's at hand. Don't give up. You are the remnant. You are part of the called out ones. Let's read. Let's read. Lord, ha. Glory, Father. Romans 11, starting at the first verse. I ask then, has God totally rejected and disowned his people? Of course not. Why, I myself is an, is, am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the child of Benjamin. This is Paul talking here. No one has not rejected or disowned, dis, uh, excuse me, and I'm reading it out of the Amplified Bible, too, just so you understand the translation. Starting at the second verse, no, God has not rejected and disowned his people whose destiny, whose destiny he had marked out and appointed and foreknown from the beginning. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he he pleads with God against Israel? Let me go back and read that verse again because, oh, my God, that just struck something within me. Because, see, you're feeling dejected, you're feeling rejected, you're feeling that God doesn't love you, that God doesn't know you, and this is speaking directly to you. The second verse reads, no, God has not rejected and disowned his people whose destiny he had marked out and appointed and foreknown from the beginning. He already has your destiny mapped out. He already knows your name. Ah, glory. He's already appointed you. Do you not know what the scripture says about Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel? Lord, you have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So you're not out here by yourself. God has a remnant. God has a select few that he has held to himself, that he has not allowed to go under. He's not allowed the enemy to take over. You're one of them. Again, the fourth verse. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. This verse, this is what I want you to hear. This is my key scripture. So to, so too, at the present time, there is a remnant, a small believing minority selected, chosen by grace, by God's unmerited favor and graciousness. That's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. It's this present time. So, too, at the present time, there is a remnant, a small believing minority, selected, chosen by grace, by God's unmerited favor. God selected you. 
he chose you, not because of your works, not because of what you can accomplish on your own, but because he loved you, because he set you apart, because he has decreed and declared you unto himself. And not, do you not know that God has intentions of doing mighty things through his remnant? Great and mighty things, great and mighty things. And he's going to use you. You're a part of that. You're a part of that. That's why it is so important that you don't give up. It's so important that you don't give in because God has selected you for such a time as this. This is Esther. For such a time as this. Listen listen to what um, Romans, the 12th chapter, and the second verse says, because I want you to get it in your spirit. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after or adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Let me read that again. Do not be conformed to this world. See, when you buy into the lie of the devil, when you buy into the fact that you're not going to make it, that you don't have what it takes, you don't have the education, you don't have the money, you don't have the looks, all the naysayers, everything that has ever been said against you, when you accept that as truth, then you are conforming to this world. Because the truth of God's word says that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made in his image, in his likeness, and he has given you dominion and power over the things of the earth. He's given you the ability to command the blessing. Ha! Not to be spent upon yourself. I'm not talking about frivolous stuff, going out, laying your hands on the car and commanding the car to be yours. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something far more weighty than that, far more precious, far more important than that, to decree and declare what thus saith the Lord in the earth realm, to command the blessing of God to be in action here in this earth, in your life, in your loved one's life. He's giving you that ability. Ah, glory. I hope this is resonating in your spirit. Again, let me read the second verse. Let me read it to you out of the King James. And then we're going to read it once more out of the Amplified. The King James says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Ah, now let's hear it again out of Amplified. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs. The customs of the world are superficial. They're external, and they will not last. Hear me. They will not last. But be ye transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. What is the renewal of your mind? It's getting into the word of God. It's getting deep into your system, into your spirit, into your soul, into your mind, that what thus saith the Lord is so. That's the renewing of your mind. What is the new ideas? The new ideas is what God said. Versus the old idea of what man has said, what the enemy has said. The new idea is that you are great. There's greatness within you because the power of the living God is within you. Ah, Glory, glory, glory. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitude. Do you have a new attitude today? What is your attitude? It should be an attitude of victory. It should be an attitude that I'm a king's kid. It should be an attitude that I am an ambassador for God. He has given me power and authority to represent him in the earth realm. That's what that means, to be an ambassador. You have been given the authority to represent your father, to represent your God in this earth realm. 
So why are you walking around with your head bowed down like you don't have any power or any might or any ability? He's already placed them within you. When he called you unto himself before the foundation of the earth was laid. Ah, bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Mm. Why did he do that for you? So that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. I love it. This is the word of God. Ah, glory. We're going to read it one more time. The third time is a charm. I want it in your spirit. I want you to hear this. I want you to understand it from deep within. Get this. Wrap your mind around it. Wrap your spirit around it. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Ah, Get it, people. Get it. Wrap it around you. Tie it around you. Embrace it. He said he knows the thoughts he has for you. Thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. What is that expected end? That end of victory, an end of power, greatness. That's the expected end. And until you get it in your spirit, you can't go forth in the things that God has called you to. Do you not recognize and understand that if you can't gain victory over a moment, how are you going to get victory over a day? And then how will you get victory over a situation? How do you get victory over a week? How do you get victory over the month? How do you get victory over the year? It all starts with getting victory over the moment. It starts with getting in your spirit the fact that you have been created in the image and likeness of God. Why? For purpose and destiny, for greatness, for that which he has called you to. That which he called you to, he specifically ordained you and appointed you and anointed you to carry it out. Can he get somebody else to do it? Yes, he can because he's God. But he's appointed you. He's anointed you. He's ordained you. He's given you what you need to carry it out. So don't forfeit your blessing. Don't forfeit your victory. Carry it out to the goodness of God. Ah, Gain victory over the moment. Gain victory over the moment. What shook you yesterday, it shouldn't continue to shake you today. Because yesterday God kept you. He saw you through it. If he hadn't, if you wouldn't be here today. So, therefore, you know that if he saw you yesterday, if he brought you into the day, then he has the ability to bring you into tomorrow. Don't let what shook you in the past shake you today. Stand flat-footed and decree his word. God said that he is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Hath he not said it, and will he not make it so? He spoke it into existence. He spoke you into existence. He spoke things, specific things, over your life. Those things shall be. Those things shall be. You got to shake off that religious spirit. Shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. This is not about religion. This is not about tradition. This is about relationship. It's about your relationship with God. Do you not know that a religious spirit will cause you to hold on to what God did and fight what he's doing? Think about it. Don't be caught up in Azusa Street of the 1900s. Be caught up in the move of the Holy Spirit in your life today. Pentecostal movement is still going on. But God is is a reflective God. He is a forward-moving God. Think about, think, just think, just think for a moment. Think about technology, okay? 
And this just dropped in my spirit. Think about technology. You buy your iPad, your Galaxy Note, whatever it is, you know, your your iPhone, all of these technological gadgets. You buy it today, six months from now, it's obsolete, it's old. Why? Because there's something new that's come along, something better. They've bettered it. They've improved it. They've come out with a new one. Why? Because it's constantly evolving. Think about it. If technology is constantly evolving, think of the mind and the thoughts that God has for your life. It's to constantly evolve into who he created you to be. Don't get stuck in the old. Move forward. Move forward. Because think about this. Stagnant water will kill you. Life is in that free-flowing water. It's the free-flowing water that refreshes and it renews. If you see a pond, a puddle, and it just sits, that's why a swampland is what it is, a swamp, because it doesn't move. It, the water just sits there. So the water really is poisonous. You can't drink the water. But you go to a, a stream, a forward-moving stream that's got trout and whatever swimming through it, and the water is pristine and clear. It's not all mucky and, and ugly. You can drink it, and it's fresh. It's good. Why? Because it's moving. It's moving. It's not stagnant. That's what God is calling us to do, to jump into his stream, to keep moving, to keep moving, to do it his way. That's how we become worshipped. When we interact with God and we do it the way that he has called upon us to do it, that, Roshanda, that is why how we become worshipped. That is how we evolve into the great and mighty child of God that God has called you to be. A true worshiper must submit to the spirit of God. We worship in spirit and in truth. How do we do that? We do that by submitting to what his will and his word is for our lives. We do it by submitting and surrendering to the spirit of God on a moment-by-moment basis. Remember, get command of the moment, and then you can command the hour, and then you can command the day. Get command of it in his presence, in his presence. Ah, hallelujah, we are out of time, but we give God the praise, the glory, and the honor for what he has spoken on today. My prayer, as always, is that it has refreshed you, it has encouraged you. You know, I I tell people I am a prophetic encourager because I believe in pronouncing and decreeing the word of God over your lives to encourage you to be all that God has called you to be. We cannot just sit idle. We cannot just take defeat. We cannot just decree and declare what the world says about us, what the devil says about us, and even what we say about ourselves. We have to decree and declare what thus says the Lord over ourselves and recognize and understand that the victory is ours. It's ours. It's ours. I pray that you've been blessed on today. I've been blessed sharing with you. I invite you to invite others to join me every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, just to share in prayer, praise, and the word of God, just to take an hour to set aside, to give God ourselves an intercession to be able to pray for the needs of others to give him of our worship, our praise, and our adoration, and then to partake of his word so that we can stir up our spirit, our foundation, hallelujah, in him that will give us the strength to go on and to stand. I pray that you have been blessed on tonight. I look forward to sharing with you again next Monday, and we're going to go out as we shift the atmosphere with Jason Nelson. God bless you. Have an incredible week in God. Hallelujah.
like you think they should. Don't get mad. Don't cuss nobody out. Don't hang up the phone. Worship. If you could just get you out of the way enough to lift your hands and say, God, I need you right here. You'll be shifting the atmosphere. Cry myself to sleep. Don't know where my son is. He's, he's been gone for three days. I may call the police. Yeah. But before I do, I'm going to lift my hands. 
Because in my worship, they'll find them alive and well. And you'll be shifting the atmosphere. Pain in my body. Doctors don't know what it is. They tell me, just take this medication, and that gives me another problem. And they say, take this, that, and that gives me another problem. But the next time I go to the doctor, before I walk in the room, I lift my hands. And I'll be shifting the atmosphere. Breakthrough and healing. I worship the shifting, shifting. <laughs>